Hi everybody, so it is Catherine and Dave here, and we are going to run through our quarterfinal box pick'em boxes, I guess. Dave's going to select who he picked on each um, of the boxes, and I'm just going to add my two cents as we go through. All right, so I guess before we dive in, just quick synopsis of the game. Um, so we got a bunch of different boxes here. Um, you go through, you pick your team, um, pick one athlete from each box. The score that they earn during quarterfinals will be your team score, and the team with the best score at the end of the weekend wins. All right, starting with North American Men 1, we've got Justin Medeiros, Brent Fikowski, Patrick Vellner, Saxon Pancheck, and Jeffrey Adler. So I guess looking at the North American Men, um, so looking back to last year, four of these guys finished in the top 10 for North American quarterfinals, with the only outlier being Fikowski. He was like 33rd or something like that last year. So um, when the chips are on the line to get to semifinals, these guys showed up to play. I think um, this one was kind of a bit harder for me. Um, historically, I've just gone Belner, kind of like the Canadian homer pick. Um, but I think this year I'm going to stick with Pancheck coming off the open, um, open victory. And then, um, you know, what he did last year, I think it was, again, fourth and Fourth or so. So um, I like Padchik to continue his hot streak. I think I'm going to go with Medeiros on this one. He's the champ. Got to stick with him. Okay, box number two, North American men. Colton Burtons, Jason Hopper, Bill Toon, James Sprague, and Dallin Pepper. Otherwise known as like brute strength and a couple other guys. A couple other guys, yeah. Um, you know, this one, again... Another tough one to pick. I think all these guys were top 25 in the Open this year. Um, and again, looking back to last year, uh, I know Toon and Pepper really come to the limelight this year, but both of them finished top 50 in quarterfinals last year as well. So it wasn't a pure shock to see them at the top of the leaderboard. Um, Sprague would have been up there, except for he had like a thousandth place finish in the front squat last year in quarterfinals, which really skewed it off. Um, I'd expect the strength component this year to be have less of an impact because we didn't have the one rep max lift in the open. So um, you're not going to get like the super strong athletes making it through just based off of one event. So my guess is with these top athletes, there'll be more compression uh, at the top of the leaderboard when it comes to the strength component. Um, but with that, I'm taking Dallin Pepper. Um, I think just he is on the upswing. What scared me off of both Mertens and Hopper is both of them regressed between their open finish last year and their quarterfinal finish. So, um, you know, Hopper was 19th in the open last year, but was 35th or so in quarterfinals, which when you kind of think about the fields condensed and smaller, you kind of expect them to make that jump. So um, that kind of what pushed me to pepper for this pick. Interesting. Yeah. Did not realize that that happened with Mertens and Hopper last year. I'm going to roll with Phil Toon. I just like him. He's a fave pick of mine. On to North American Men Box 3. Chandler Smith, Noel Olsen, Samuel Quan, Alex Vigneault, and Matt Poulin. Yeah, this one, you know, to me, like it's, you have some athletes that are on their upswing, so Vigneault and Poulin, um, both were shining this year. You got Quant, who's kind of coming back and thing and Olsen a bit of a wild card um, I'm sticking with actually Chandler Smith on this one I'd like to see his energy that he had in the open continue uh, and he was 11th last year in quarterfinals so this type of workout 
think bodes well for him. So um, I'm taking Chandler here. I think I'm going to go with Matt Poulin here. Round out another brute strength pick. He did really well in the open and just want to kind of a bit more unknown to me. So just pick him for a reason to cheer for him and follow him. Yeah, he was actually 25th last year in quarterfinals. So again, this whole like brute strength crew, I think just flew under the radar last year, probably because they weren't all training in the same spot. So um, Poulin, yeah, definitely 25th last year. So definitely knows how to compete at this level. Nice. All right, moving on to the next continent. We're into Europe. For the men, Jonakowski, BKG, Ulis Apniks, Lazar Ducic, and Andre Uday. Yeah, so like looking at this one, to me it was between Koski and BKG. Um, those other three guys, you know, kind of burst onto the scene of the games last year. But all three of them just kind of had a bit of a lackluster performance in the open. So uh, not really not really going to pick them um, from a fantasy perspective. Kind of a wait and see what happens and see what they bring to semifinals. So um, to me, between BKG and Koski and um, this one, I'm just taking BKG. I think he's um, again fifth last year at the games, so or fourth last year at the games. Um, so he was my pick, but I don't think he can go wrong between the two of them. Yeah, I think my pick's going to be uh, BKG as well. I'm also just excited for him in that training environment that's going on in Iceland. So I'm really excited to kind of see how the year pans out for him. He does great every year, but like, is this going to be his like big year on top of the podium? You never know. On uh, to Europe, man number two, um, Victor Jungdahl, I believe. Sorry about pronunciation. Alex Kudlis, Willie Georges, Reggie Fassa, and Lucas Hogberg. Uh, to me, I'm taking uh, Lungle. Uh, just seeing his jump from last year. So I think he was like 140th in the Open to, what was he, top 20 this year? So. I just like that upside kind of reminds me of the jump that Hopper made last year in terms of progression um, throughout it. I think he's about at least 26. So I'm kind of hitting that prime um, years as a competitor. Other one to look out for in this box is Reggie Fassa. He was the winner of European quarterfinals last year. So, um, you know, again, the strengths of the, these workouts also play to his favor. Yeah, I think mine's going to be Lucas Hogberg just because I love watching him and following him. So just a personal pick, not really thinking he's going to be on top. He might be. He's got the potential. Okay, into Oceana men. We have Jay Crouch, Ricky Garrard, Baden Brown, James Newberry, and Royce Dunn. Yeah, I think this will be a tough one. Uh, mostly to me is between Crouch and Garrard. Um, Garrard and CSB. You know, picking up where he left off, um, underground underdogs training has got him going. Um, but I took Jay Crouch. Um, Crouch is coming off his best open finish ever and did win the Oceana quarterfinals last year. So um, to improve at the open, um, I see him repeating um, Oceana champ again this year. Uh, my pick's going to be Baden Brown. I just feel like he might be hitting his stride. South American men. We have Guy Malheros, Augustine Raquelme, Ivan Gaetjen, Ivan Verden, and Lucas Almeida. All right, so we got um, five athletes. I think they were all at Brazil CrossFit Championship last year. 
Um, but again, it, it comes down to Guy and Richelme. Um, to me, I'm actually going to take Richelme. Um, again, was consistent last year. He won Brazil CrossFit Championship um, and did uh, beat Guy in the Open. So um, I'm going to take him um, again as well. I think he might have actually won quarterfinals last year, but um, I'll take him for the, the victory in this box. I was actually thinking of taking Richelme on this one too. I don't know why. I just... I'm I'm kind of afraid that he might just be like a fan favorite because of like the lift and stuff like that. But I don't know. I'm gonna go with Raquel May too. Yeah, he's just a likable guy. It looks like he's having fun. Like anything you see from Mayhem coming out this day, like he's standing in the back, photo bombing them while they're trying to lift, and then he walks up and puts another forty-five on each side. So um, <laughs> it's hard not to like a guy like that. Yeah. And onto the Asia men, we have Alexander Ilm, Roman Krennikov, Hamza Tarif, Staz Solodov, and Andre Fedotov. Yeah, so again, like this one, kind of sneaky um, in terms of a competitive standpoint with three athletes that qualified for the games last year. Uh, we just didn't see Krennikov and Solodov uh, make it with visas. Um but again, I'm going to take Ilan. Uh, again, he was, you know, top of this group in terms of open finish um, as well. Um, I think he won quarterfinals last year and was second to Stas Soldadov at the Asia CrossFit Championship. So um, he'll be my pick in this box. I think I'm going to go Krennikov. I think he's got his visa. His stuff is sorted out. Let's go. It's time to show us that he should still be at the games and yeah, he's, he's put a lot on the line to move to the U S right now. So I'm excited to watch him. Yeah. It's and now or never for him. Pretty much like he's made big life moves to get to the U S in the current climate. So yeah, I really hope he goes lights out and just makes his mark. And the African men, we have Keelan Henry, Rune Duvenage, Mohamed Alamda, Jason Smith, and Darren Zernerman. Zernamer. Uh, I'm going to stick with Jason Smith. Um, you know, the, it's kind of been head and shoulders above everybody, um, at least last year at, uh, what is it, Cape Town um, in the, the games last year. I think Keelan Henry gave him a pretty good run for his money last year in quarterfinals. I think they were pretty neck and neck, but, um, you know, in, in terms of a fantasy, stand, fantasy standpoint, I think these guys will all be top five, so you're not going to be losing a ton of points either way, uh, but I'll take Smith. I think it's probably the, the safe bet here. I think I'm going to go Ruin Dubnage. He was second place in Cape Town last year. It was kind of fun watching, like, he just made a mark sort of watching that event last year, so maybe he can unseat Jason Smith. We'll see. Okay, so that is all the boxes for the men. Now we're going to switch over to the women. North American women box one is Haley Adams, Brooke Wells, Daniel Brandon, Bethany Shadburn, and Mallory O'Brien. Yeah, this one no-brainer for me. Mallory O'Brien, um, I'll take her second-best crossfitter in the world at the moment. Um, so it'll be great to see kind of her competition with Tia throughout the season. Uh, other person I'm going to watch for is Brooke Wells. Uh, she showed us in the open that she's back um, to 
just based off that elbow injury. Um, so she should be exciting to watch. And then again, Haley Adams, always with the sneaky finishes, um, also had a top five in the open. I think she was third, but um, yeah. So again, a ton of talent coming out of the the American group there. Yeah, this box was a tough one. My debate was between Brooke Wells and Mallory O'Brien, um, but probably just going to go Mallory O'Brien. She's clearly doing something well right now with that hard work pays off crew. And North American Women Box 2. We have Amanda Barnhart, Danny Spiegel, Ariel Lowen, Chrissy Ermo O'Connell, and Emma Carey. So I guess this one uh, is a bit tricky. Um, we saw Emma Carey kind of throw a, a wrench in everybody's kind of plans this year with her open finish and, you know, finished third in the world after event one, but then just kind of had it a, a middle of the pack, like, well, not middle of the pack, but was it 9,000th or so, um, finish in 22.2, uh, came back with a 600th finish in 22.3, but again, just something just doesn't seem right. Um, hopefully she is okay. She did have that withdrawal from Dubai with a back injury, which seemed to hamper. So hoping it's she's okay, but to only have you know less than two weeks turnaround between Open and quarterfinals, if there is something giving her problems, I don't know if that is going to be enough time to um, to recover. Um, but you know, for me, I took Danny Spiegel. She finished second last year in American North American quarterfinals behind Barnhart. Um, but again, she had another super strong Open finish for her. So. Um, I'm going to take Spiegel out of this group. I found this one tough. I could flip-flop between Barnhart, Spiegel, Lohan, and O'Connell all day. That is going to be an impulse decision whenever I set my lineup and when I change it five times before the cutoff. I, I don't know who who will be my pick out of those four. Yeah, because O'Connell was 10th and um, what was Lohan? Yes, Lowen was 59th last year in quarterfinals. Um, so whatever. Yeah, three top 10 finishes in quarterfinals. Oh, oh actually, Emma Carey was also top 10. So, you know, four of these five women finished top 10 in quarterfinals last year. So, um, I don't know. It's going to be a tough pick. And they're, they're all, I guess Spiegel is injured, but you got four top 20 games finishers here as well. So, I got like, so competitive. Exactly. So, it, it would be t- fun to watch these uh, five compete head-to-head. Yeah, it'll be a good box to watch to definitely see how it shakes out, but that'll be that'll be a box that I flip-flop on for a few days. Okay, North American Women 3. We've got Annika Greer, Alexis Raptus, Christine Bess, Chloe Gavon-David, and Fee Sagafi. See, like this one, I, I flip-flopped a bunch on. Um, just, you know, Raptus and Greer have, you know, super exciting potential ahead of them. Uh, you know, Greer's moved down to Vegas to train with underdogs and was top 20 in the Open this year. I guess Raptus just missed last year um, at both West Coast Classic and Last Chance Qualifier. Um, also top 20 in the Open, training out of training Think Tank. Um, Christine Best didn't get to see a lot from her last year since she was one of the athletes that pulled out with heat stroke uh, in Vegas with West Coast. Um, and then you got Chloe Gavin David, who... Is probably the sleeper of the bunch. Uh, and wouldn't it be actually surprised me if she ended up winning? She was 21st in quarterfinals last year. And I think she has six or seven top 100 open finishes in a row. So just super sneaky, flying under the radar. Um, 
was fifth place or on a fifth place team last year at the games, I think with her pro one out of Montreal. So, um, you know, she probably is going to end up going team again would be my guess, just kind of based off of finishing 21st and not going to a semifinal. But um, again, competitive there um, with Greer and Raptus are getting kind of all the hype this year, but you know, I could see best and Gavin David also coming through there. Um, but with that, you know, I'm going to pick Raptus. Um, liked her last year at West Coast, and then um, just seeing her compete this year. Um, going to be exciting, but um, it'll be a fun group to watch as well. Yeah, this is also a tough one, because Annika Greer is now with underdogs. Annika Greer, yep. And Christine Best is underdogs. Fees Brute. Lexus Raptus is training Think Tank, man. Got so many covered. Um I'm probably going to go Annika Greer. Go a little Canadiana. I didn't pick like Fellner or Krakowski or Adler. Or... I don't think I picked a Canadian yet, so I'll go with Greer. And on to Europe. Box one, we have Emma McQuaid, Gabriella Magala, Laura Horvath, Catherine David's daughter, and Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Yeah, so looking at this one after the Open, um, really narrowed it down to me between McQuaid, Magala, and Horvath. Um, you know, David Zutter and Sing Zutter just kind of didn't really hit the level I expected out of them out of the open, just kind of given kind of both of them looking at a, a comeback S season. Um, you know, I to me, I like McQuaid a lot. Um, and her winning Wadapalooza was, was you know awesome to watch. Uh, I took Horvath though, um, just second of the games. Uh, I think she was second in quarterfinals last year. Um, one at Dubai. So um, I like her, but again, between those three, um, it could be a roll of the dice there. Yeah, for sure. I think I'm going to go with Gabriella Magala in this box. Um, no real reason, just a gut pick for that one. But I agree. It's, it was really a gut pick between the top three. And on to Europe women. Number two, we have Amy Kringle, Lucy Campbell, Emma Tall, Jacqueline Dahlstrom and Sam Briggs. Uh, for this one, the one that stuck out, um, Jacqueline Dahlstrom. Um, so she's, again, training partner with Gabrielle Magala at the program, I believe. Um, and to me, just and from a, a talent level, stands out. She's probably the only top 20 games athlete I see out of this group at this point. Uh, Emmental and Sam Briggs, um, you know, solid athletes. Both were at the games last year. Um, you know, hope to see them at the games this year. Um, and then you kind of got the kind of the wild cards that the kids coming up in Kringle and Campbell, but um, just kind of the proven um, proven competition history with Dahlstrom. Um, I'll, I'll take her. I think that one's probably probably one of the safest picks out of the, the bunch. Yeah, I think Dahlstrom is a pick out of this box. Part of me wants to pick Lucy Campbell as like a heart pick of like an up-and-comer. Let's shake some things up. But yeah, Jacqueline Dahlstrom is the pick out of this box for me. Okay, Oceana Women. We have Tia Claire Toomey. Should I stop there? And Ellie Turner, Kara Saunders, Jamie Simmons, and Madeline Sturt. Yeah, like this one, I don't know. Oceana Women is kind of the, I don't know, it, it is hands down the toughest competition this year to earn yourself a games ticket. To think that, um, you know, all five of these women have been to the games before. I would put kind of that, that top four there. They're all in my top 20 rankings. Um, I think Ellie Turner would be the lowest at 18th. 
Um, Jamie Simmons just put in a, a top 10 open finish after coming back from soldier surgery. Um, so again, like all four of these women are amazing talents there, but um, you can't go wrong with Tia. Um, I don't know, like a second place overall in the open after training for a different sport all off season. Like it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Tia. Everyone was questioning the whole coming back from bobsled, but it's Tia. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to go with. On to South America. Valentina Rangel, Victoria Campos, Julia Cato, Laura Gonzalez, and Maria Camilla Quintero. Uh, so I'm going to take Victoria Campos. Um, she was she third last year at the Brazil CrossFit Championship um, and then fourth at individual quarterfinals last year. So uh, I think that one, um, to me, just kind of the, the pick of the group there. Um, another one to watch is uh, Valentina Rangel. So she was fifth at uh, Brazil last year, uh, so an eighth at last chance qualifier. So again, um, another one of those athletes to watch um, in this group since um, I'm not even sure if the top two qualifiers last year are going to be competing at all this year, but um, on an individual standpoint, that is. So um, some room there for um, some fresh faces at the Games. Yeah, I was going to go with Victoria Campos in this box too. So that's easy. Asia women, Shirkaya, Svetlana Veselov, Sigun Choi, Yuko... Sakiyama and Duan Young. Uh, so I'm going to take Choi. Um, so she was the only games athlete out of this group. Um, yeah, to go to Madison last year. So uh, just based off of that experience, um, I'm going to take that uh, here. I think I'm going to go with Svetlana in this box. At the moment, the reason is escaping me. She was third last year at um, the Asia Invitational, and she was fourth in quarterfinals. Um, yeah, that's just what I'm going to do. And then for the Africa women, Michelle Moran, Michelle Bazinet, the Kiru, Mariska Smith, and Christina Leva Detectus. Yes, this one will be um, probably closer than we think. I just think in terms of quarterfinals. I'm going to take Bassanet, um, again, the Games athlete last year. Uh, she is um, probably Michelle Moran is probably her closest competitor, but um, Bassanet has eight years on her um, from an age standpoint, so eight year, I'll take eight years younger um, in a head-to-head -head, uh, in this field. Yeah, the interesting thing about this is that Lee and Christina both competed in different, um, like, were they semifinals? No. Yeah, they competed at different semifinals. Lee was in Europe and Christina was in Oceania, I believe. So we didn't actually see them all stack up head-to-head -head last year um, because those two didn't do great in the semifinals that they were at, but they're also very different semifinals being one of the European ones and the Oceana one. But I'm going to go Bazinet too. I just thought that was fun food for thought. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see everybody competing on their home turf uh, this year. Yeah, it'll be, I think, good because that's how we're trying to filter people through is the via their continents. So keeping them competing within their, con their countrymen, continent, people. 
I think would be good. All right, so that is our run through of the quarterfinal boxes. The game is live at fantasyfitnessing.com. Just go in, sign up, it's free to play. Get your picks in, send the link to your buddies so then you can talk about it and disagree on who picked who and all the leaderboards um, is an overall, all the players are stacked up on one leaderboard. And if you put your affiliate in, there's an automatic affiliate leaderboard, as well as the capability to just make a league with you and your buddies. Yeah, so. so nothing beats bragging rights, uh, but we also do have some sunglasses here um, from our friends at Gooder for our podium finishers. So, um, you know, if you are lucky enough to finish in the top three on our worldwide leaderboard, we'll ship you off a pair of sunglasses just in time for the spring season. So there you go. That's the quarterfinal kickoff show. See you on the leaderboard. Thanks, everyone.